Well, we uh, start our ordinary time here. Back to ordinariness, maybe so, but uh, there's nothing ordinary about Jesus, of course. We start ordinary time listening to Isaiah to this week. We heard him all through uh, Advent, all through the Christmas season. He's got a lot to say, one of the longest prophets in the Old Testament. And we also start with John the Baptist, listening to him give his witness statement to the world. I want to start with Isaiah, though, today. He makes two statements in, his, uh, um, re- in this reading today that kind of synopsize Old Testament Israel and us. First statement, you are my servant Israel to whom I show my glory. God selected Israel. What did they say about it? He's the apple of my eye. And that's nothing to get jealous about. Israel was selected. And they, he is the, uh, or they are the apple of God's eye. And that selection, though, came great responsibility for them. They had to do things better than anybody else. Because that's what God expected of them. How else do you show the glory of God? By being ordinary. No, we have to be a little bit better than that. They had lots of successes and they had lots of failures. Now we, the church, the bride of Christ, the servant of God, intended to magnify the glory of God to the world. We're the same way. God expects a lot from us in the church. To be a member of Christ's body, that has great responsibility too. The church is to show the unity of God three in one and give correct praise that attracts people to God. That's what our mission is. Of course, if uh, we're known Christians and we um, don't uphold that, we're not really praising God. We're not giving glory to God. Often we sin. And of course, that's nothing God wants in our lives. Israel and the church have a long history of this sin. And God has a longer history of forgiveness, though, and bringing us back. We glorify God well as church, I think, in many ways. In the collective conscience of people, when things are going bad in your life, where are you going to turn? I need food. You're looking for a steeple. You're looking for church. The church has done that very well, given the impression that, hey, I can get help when I need it at a church. When things are going their worst, they can possibly go. You would seek out God. You would seek out a church. There's a collective instinct about that. I've had plenty of people come to the rectory here, wherever I've lived, asking for help. That's what the church does. The second line today from Isaiah is the last one from his reading. I make you a light to the nations, and so my salvation reaches the ends of the earth. Israel did that. Now it's our turn. We do that. We magnify God. Christ time, or Christmas time, Jesus came to the world. The light of the world. We magnify that by our actions. For us, humility takes the spotlight off of us and redirects it to God. You remember Reggie White? I know a lot of you will. 
our all-pro defensive tackle for the Packers, won a Super Bowl. Do you remember his interviews? Even a football interview. What did Reggie White do? Always say, all glory to be to God. Always started with that or ended with it. All the praise and glory to God. He took the spotlight off himself and placed it right where it should be, on God. God was the giver of his talents. He always glorified God no matter what. I remember watching NFL films once, and there was a, well, kind of a prima donna on the field, of course, and there, that happens a lot. And one of the players who was mic'd up scolded him. Why don't you quit giving glory to yourself and give glory to God? That's a great witness statement, and it makes perfect sense. How many times do you see athletes go, look at me, look at me, look at me? God's the giver of the gifts that you had. You worked, you cooperated, you did the work. But God gave you ten fingers, ten toes, everything you need to be successful. Some of the do should go to God. It's important. John the Baptist comes in our gospel today. What happens? Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Where have you heard that? Every time we take communion, I hold him up. Behold the Lamb of God. Spotlight on Jesus. And that's what John the Baptist came to do. Whole spotlight is always going to be on Christ. John knew it. That's why John came into the world. That's why he's such an important person in the, the New Testament. John pointed. He gave his witness from God. The one who you see doing this is the Son of God. And that's what he said. All the spotlight, all the humility. We take it off of ourselves. We place it directly where it's supposed to be. And that's on Jesus Christ. Do we understand what Jesus offers us in this meal? And if we do, we would never skip it again.